Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Rum Burgundy Podcast. It's fun, but how? Rum Burgundy Podcast. It's hip and now. Rum Burgundy Podcast. Ooh, it's hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, one other thing. That was another one of our fabulous theme songs from the band Dawes. They are just a great group of guys that I met at the Olympic Auditorium during Mexican Wrestling Night. Ah, those guys are a hoot. And they know their stuff. They really know how to play instruments, uh, which is important when you want to start a band. Welcome back to our show. Anyone listening knows that a while back, I used to be a doula. Yes, for a few months or so, I worked in a small Polish village and I helped deliver the babes. No education or training. I was just very intuitive and very knowledgeable. And if you're ever in Poland and you find yourself in a beautiful small town called Malbork, pop into their local elementary school, you'll find a whole classroom of children I delivered. They're doing great. One kid still has his umbilical cord, actually. Alexander. He's like four. Okay, um, Ron? Where's... Yeah. What's going on? Where's this story going? Oh, yeah. Today's episode is on childcare. To the parents out there, you made a human. Now what? You rinse them off, you wrap them in a towel, then you, you put them down somewhere, and what do you do between meals? Just sit there, read a book? Or how do you fill the time with these strange creatures? That's your, is this your child care advice? Yes, it is. But before we get to all of that, let's read some of our online comments. Right. Welcome to our online comment segment. Today, I actually showed Ron our podcast page on Apple Music. And there's a whole section where people can write in and tell me how much they like me. Well, they can leave reviews, so that's it. They, okay. They just leave reviews. Great. Good. So a whole host of reviews, and we have the page pulled up right here. So what I wanted to say is that some mm -hmm. of them um, might be not so nice. I mean, people uh -huh. actually tend to avoid reading their reviews online because with every nice one, there's always a few really mean ones, you know? So just something to keep in mind. Ron, are you listening? Shh, shh, I'm reading, okay? Oh, look, this guy gave our podcast a star. Well, he gave us one star. He wrote, garbage, terrible trash podcast. See, this is what I was trying to say. I'm confused. What, what does he mean? Um, I think he's just saying that our podcast isn't really his cup of tea. He, he's being confusing. I mean, that comment is random. Random alert. 
Seems like he's out of his mind or on a bender or something. You know, let's just look at another one. Okay. okay. Oh, here we actually have another star. Um, another one-star review. Okay. It starts by saying, stupid poop. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> that's funny. Mm -hmm. And he also said, this is a poop podcast, worthless, shameful. Oh. Who do you think he's talking about here? You or me? I, f I feel like I, I don't know. Well, it's about our show. It's not about me. Well, it's not about me. I'm not stupid poop. Okay. I mean, can you for absolute certain say that he's, he's not talking about you specifically? I think he just doesn't like our show. Okay, Carolina, sure. It's about our show. Sure. Okay, one more. Let's look at this one. Oh, this one gave us like eight million stars. He, five, five stars. A constellation of stars. <laughs> All right, this guy says, Ron is the man, dude. Wow, Ron is the man, dude. Ron is the man, dude. Are, are you just rereading <laughs> it? Oh, my God, are you getting emotional? <laughs> what can I say? He's a good writer. Oh, who said the art of criticism was dead? My God, the reviews are in. And I'm the man. It's official. <laughs> oh. Carolina, we've got to do this more often. I, I mean, it says, it says it right here. I'm the man. And I, I think this was really helpful feedback. You do? I, I don't think this was Yeah, let's take a commercial break. Okay. Carolina and I are going to toast some champagne over these reviews. Stay tuned. We'll be back with a child care expert. Carolina, we did it. <laughs> this is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. 
Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on Story Button, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Child Care episode of the Ron Burgundy Podcast. Many people have been writing me, asking for my experience as a doula, and asking me how to take care of their little ones. Uh, But what we decided to do is to speak with another expert beside myself about some of the most important questions of your life as it pertains to children. So joining us here in studio is Liz, our child care expert. Liz, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Yes, yes. And so Liz, what exactly is your title? Uh, How should I address you? You can address me as Liz. Okay. I can tell you some of the things that I do every Please, day. Please, yes. Um, so I run a developmental center for young children, ages two to five. And so we get to really be partners with families um, in their children's development. And it's pretty wonderful. And we get to know the kids really well and get to see them grow and develop over years. So you know your stuff. I hope so. Yes. Um, well... I'm a doula, so we're kind of you know cut from the same cloth. Yeah. What conversation topics do you broach with a baby? You know, it, I don't know what they know or, or what they like. Hell, I don't even know anything about them. So babies. the great thing about talking to babies yeah. is every moment that you're in relation with a baby, that you're connected with the baby, they're learning how to exist in the world. So you can talk to a baby so about anything. Is that anything. proven? We don't know that. We know that. For sure? Mm Mm-hmm. Babies. They're very smart. Okay. (laughs) I think we'll agree to disagree on that one. Have you seen a baby fly a helicopter? That's a good point. I haven't. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that feedback. Yeah. Um, What's the best trick to get a baby to stop crying? There are no tricks to get babies to stop crying. Okay. But babies are absolutely perfectly wired to be responsive to soothing by a parent Mm -hmm. or a caregiver. So a baby who stops crying is a baby who isn't hungry or isn't hurting or isn't exhausted. And so... So they're trying to express themselves mm -hmm. in the only way they know how to because they're not that smart. Is to cry. Yes. Mm -hmm. So like a bottle full of rum and coke. Mm. That's not... That's an old wives' tale. That's helped you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's what my mother used to do to me. Right. And little, you do sometimes still when tears... Have a sip of rum and coke yeah. out of a baby's bottle. Mm-hmm. That will calm me. Yeah. That makes it feel more special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel... Uh, and you feel really big when you're holding mm-hmm. it because it's small for a baby's hand. I didn't realize that that's what was happening from a psychological... Psychological... Uh, psycho- yeah, psychological. Psychological. Got it. Um, here's a question... That comes up a lot, I'm sure. How do you teach your kids that farting is embarrassing? It's a really hard thing to do because so much of our work with little kids focuses on not pouring our shame and despair at being human into them. Mm -hmm. So there is a little moment that you have to switch into, and it really is how big they are because it's how gross their farts are. Huh. So little farts are cute, shame-free. And then... It's right around that six-year-old birthday. When they get, when mm-hmm. it gets nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's, it's individual tough. for every child. I mean, even as an adult, you know, farting is funny sometimes. Yeah. But it's not... We've had to talk to Ron about how farting is... Ron, farting is embarrassing. But it's kind of funny. 
Now, how do you teach children leash manners? You know, because mine tugs at his, when I take him to Disneyland, I put him on a leash and he just tugs away. How do you teach them don't pull on the leash so much? Heel. The kids on leash is something that I never understood until I actually started working Mm -hmm. with young Mm -hmm. children. And then I thought, wow, someone had a very smart idea because how can you possibly keep them safe? So like teaching anything to a young child, you repeat, you model, you provide consistent support. So any treats, do you give them food treats? It depends. People may find this controversial, but I trained my child by giving uh, Walter kibble. Yeah. Was it kibble or? No, it was real kibble. Mm -hmm. Yes. You took a classic. He hated it. It didn't He didn't respond well. Yeah. So I turned kibble into milk duds. Oh. And then he learned not to pull on the leash. (laughs) By the way, has anyone seen my kibble? Is my bag of kibble still there in the studio? No? Someone took it. I snack on kibble occasionally, but that's that's nothing to do with what we're talking about. Um, what do you say when your kid shows you a picture they drew, and I don't know how to phrase this, and it's a piece of sh? Do you tell them you like it? You know, I'll probably ask questions about it. Because let's face it, sometimes the letters are backwards, and you know, you can't even figure out what they're drawing and that sort of thing. I'll find something in it that really grabs my attention that I really like and start the conversation that way. I probably wouldn't lead with it's not meeting our quality standards. I told my son once when he was in third grade, and I meant this with nothing but affection, but watch it, dummy. Ron sent you a picture of Ron that Ron found unflattering. I'm not raising a Monet, that's for sure. Monet. Continue. Here's an interesting question. Well, my dad used to kick me out of the car and have me walk home uh, when I was being a real sass mouth. Um, Can I have him arrested for child abuse today? You probably can't have him arrested for child abuse today, but I'm really sorry that happened to you. That must have been really hard. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, I kind of appreciate it. I mean, he wasn't equipped emotionally with the tools to kind of help me along. Um, So, but it was, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, that sounds like that was really, really hard for you as a kid. Because this is before navigation or anything. Mm-hmm. How did you find your way home? Well, I didn't for like a month, one year. You lived with, that was when you said that, that was your wolves year. That was my wolves. Yeah. My coyote year. Yep. Um, but speaking of my father, I mean, could I, could I literally send police to his nursing home right now? Like a SWAT team? No. Okay. Okay. I was joking, by the way. I would never do that unless you'd said yes. That's why I was really careful to say a firm no. I didn't want you to think that you could negotiate with that. I wanted to be really strong so you could feel really safe and secure with the answer that I was giving you, which is no. Ron. What? Farting is embarrassing. But it's funny. Liz, what's a trick or... um, on terms of how to talk to children that mo- you see most people do wrong. Is that too broad of a question? Oh, no, that's pretty top of mind yeah. for me. Um, so adults, parents are blowing it constantly. There are two things that when I see parents doing that I know is really well-meaning. I get really excited about how to gently adjust them out of the habits. And the first is when parents say, use your words, when their child is having a tantrum or struggling. The parent is trying to say, hey, we can talk this out, I'm here, I can listen to you. But what they're actually saying is, you know that hardest thing for you to do, the most difficult way that you have to communicate? Use that right now while you're in a panic and you're crying and you're struggling. Um, So instead of saying use your words, I'll advise parents to offer their kids what they know their kids are trying to say in that moment. This is helping me so much because Ron was having a tantrum earlier today, mm-hmm. and I did say I was. use your words. I was. Mm-hmm. I said, use, you your said words, use your words, and he was having, it was, he, there was, he was trying to formulate the words, but they weren't coming, and now I see that was so me. let's walk through that. Let's do right. a do-over on okay. Ron's tantrum mm-hmm. and yes. walk through what maybe you could do the next yeah. time to help you guys stay connected in that really hard moment. Is that right. okay? Okay. Yeah, sure. So Ron's crying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ron. <laughs> 
I'm just going to let him go. So what I would say right there is, Ron, I see you looking for your bag of kibble. And you seem really frustrated that you can't find it. Would you like some help so we can look for your kibble together? It's... I... Ron, I still see that you're looking at your kibble. I'd like to help you, but it's up on a high shelf. Would you like me to get it for you? Farting is embarrassing. I hate your face. Sorry. That is sort of usually where it ends. Um, I usually lash out. Yeah. Uh, and I always apologize. That's good. True. My rule is seven days. I have to apologize mm-hmm. within seven days. Okay. And I wait. I wait it out. And sometimes it doesn't come, but sometimes it does. And sometimes it comes at the 11th hour. Yeah. Just day, end of day six. Exactly. Exactly. Do children, um, have you ever been bitten by a child? I was bitten by a child about 30 seconds before I left Do to you come have over te- here. Are there oh. teeth marks? Can you show? Are I there? can't show you the teeth marks, oh. but there are teeth marks. There usually wow. are. So they, he, this, this child really clamped on. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and it was great. It was one of my yeah. favorite moves, which is the sneak attack, which okay. is it's a pretend yeah. leg hug and then a, and then a, bite. a chomp. Oh, yeah. I now, go, I fall for the hug every time. Is that a misguided show of affection or was it in out of anger? In this case, it was a child who just had too much kid too much, inside the yep. little body at yep. that moment. So it wasn't, this is a child I have a great relationship with. We have... Um, a good rapport with so each other. On he good wasn't terms. trying to hurt he me. Wa- exactly. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. just got so fired up. Too much person too in a much, little body. Yep. And, and just it goes like, somewhere. I've got to bite someone. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he, yeah. yep, he chomped me right as I walked out. There is a um, famous football player, well, soccer, Luis Suarez. And uh, he's bitten players on opposing teams a couple times. What does that say about how was he raised as a child? Do we do the tool of you just bit me? I think you would say the truth of what happened. You would label it. You would offer help. You would offer a boundary. And in that moment, you would have to say, I can't let you bite me. I can't let you bite me, Luis Suarez. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so it illustrates that it's... And if you do it again, there'll be consequences. Exactly. Yeah. Got to be funny. If, If you ever had a chance to meet Luis Suarez in person, just bite him right away on the cheek preemptively. To show that I was dominant, or no, just like I know your tricks, I'm gonna bite you before you can bite me. I don't know if I would encourage that strategy with adults or with kids. I see that sometimes play out with very little well, kids. Well, hold on, it. Liz. Sometimes you are backed into a corner in a certain situation, and you've exhausted all other ways of negotiation, and the only way to get out of it is to bite someone. Just shark your way right out. We've We've all been there. No. No. They messed up my order at Starbucks Mm -hmm. like three times one day, and finally I just reached across the counter and I I bit the young lady in the hand. That is crazy. But guess what happened next time I came in? They had your order right. They had my order right. Well. So, I'm just saying. It's hard to argue with good results. I'm not... I'm not in support of it, but right. there are just some times when it's the only option. Yeah. No, it's true. And on occasion when I'm on a transcontinental flight and I'm just bored. No. And it's a, it's a, a red eye. I'll just randomly bite someone on the foot and then scurry back to my <gasps> seat. Run. So they can't see that it was you? Well, just to get it. Just because I'm, I'm bored. Shake it up. Oh, I'll scurry like a, little, like a little field mouse back to my seat. Giggling. Like a schoolgirl. Oh, that's so... I wish you hadn't told me that. There is nothing more pleasurable than hearing someone up in first class going, Someone just bit me! And knowing it was you. <laughs> but yeah, I've got my tetanus shots, so... Okay. Well, that's good, at least. Well, Liz, we cannot thank you enough. Thank you so for much for coming visiting us in. here. Uh, you uh, are providing a service that is invaluable to the youth. Of America. And to our relationship. And you helped us out. Yes, exactly. That's great. Thanks again. Thank you. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating 
for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made Raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on Story Button, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now for our nursery rhyme segment with composer and musician John Bryan. Welcome to the podcast, John. How are you today? I'm very well. Nice to be here. What do you say we we kick it off with a little row, row, row your boat? Um, this is one I have fond memories of, singing this nursery rhyme with my mother as a little boy. She used to sing it to me to entice me into the tub when it was bath time. And oh man, did I hate bath time. As a kid, I just loved being covered in dirt and sand and motor oil. You know how kids today play with that slime stuff when... I was a child, we didn't have slime, so I used to play with a can of Pennzoil motor oil. I'd just pour it all over myself, even into my mouth, and mm. laugh like an idiot. If I, could, if I could have it my way, I would have stayed covered in motor oil all day long. But Mom wouldn't have it. You just don't want a child covered in motor oil rolling all over your white couch. Anyway, 
we would just sing this during bath time when my mom would help scrub the motor oil off my tiny body. Uh, John, quick question before we start. Did you play with motor oil as a, as a baby? Exclusively. That's what I thought. Carolina, how about yourself? Oh, no, not, not at all. I'm not, come on. I just think not once, not ever. That might cause brain damage. I think every child has had a fond memory of playing with motor oil. Okay. John, why don't we start here? Row, row, row your boat. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. It's lovely. Just the way I remember it. Wow, that was beautiful. Short and sweet. Next up, Hot Cross Buns. This nursery rhyme is one I think we're all familiar with, and it's called Hot Cross Buns. I've always been interested in the origin of nursery rhymes, and these little songs, they seem to have existed forever in some shape or form, usually a a simple melody with simple lyrics dating back to the 19th century. So I was curious about the history behind Hot Cross Buns, so I looked it up on the computer last night. This song was originally written ages ago by a couple of guys you actually might be familiar with, John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Uh Uh-uh, okay. Recorded over two sessions on July 30th, 1962, One in the morning and one in the afternoon, the final version of Hot Cross Buns we're all familiar with is actually a combination of the 17th and 21st take of the song, produced by George Martin and appearing on the Beatles' second UK album, With the Beatles. It's just such specifically wrong information. With a little bit of Beatlemania, children and adults have been singing Hot Cross Buns ever since. So let's give it a try. Hot cross buns, hot cross buns. One a penny, two a penny, hot cross buns. If you have no daughters, give them to your sons. One a penny, two a penny, hot cross buns. I like that you did the version from the earlier take. That's yes. on the bootlegs. Yes, you from know the bootlegs. Thank you. Oh, of course, John Bryan would know it's from the bootlegs. Carolina, you had no idea. I guess I need to be, I don't know, educated more on the history of the Beatles. You just have to collect all the imports. Got it. Okay. That's, that's what it comes down to, collecting the imports. Okay, this next one. This is personally one of my favorite nursery rhymes. I was... I was an extremely colicky three-year-old, so my mother had to sing this to me every night to fall asleep, and boy, did it work. Um, John, I, I think you're familiar with this tune as well. It's, it's, an, it's an old, old nursery rhyme. I, th- I believe it's an old Dutch classic. It is. And it's called Play in the Well. No one knows what time it is. Everyone knows what time it is. Time for a nap? No. Time for a treat? No. Time to read a book? No. What's that you say? Let's go play in the well. It's a cold autumn morn, so let's play in the well. We play in the well until the cold wind blows. We play in the well, and the old lady knows. Joseph, Maria, Gertrude, and Paul. They never came back. They never came back at all. What's that you say? Let's go play in the well. It's a cold autumn morn, so let's play in the well. The old lady screams in the middle of the night. She lost her hand from the wolves. What a fight. Joseph, Maria, Gertrude, and Paul. They never came back. They never came back. They never came back at all. 
Oh, it brings back such joy. It really does. A personal favorite of mine. It's so dark. I hope it's, that children aren't listening to It's dark to this. as in like a cozy little bedroom dark? No, I mean like the music from- Like Grandma's Quilt. Yes, it is dark. There's some Blade Runner themes in it. Um, I, I don't think so. Okay. And then it's about four missing children. Actually, that one is is actually based on a true story. Got it. Okay. Yes. So. Sure. All right. This next one is probably the most famous nursery rhyme I can think of. It It's so famous. I think if you went up to someone on the street right now and pulled out a switchblade and held it to their neck and screamed, Name a nursery rhyme! This is the one they would think of. Even in the state of panic and terror of being randomly accosted by someone with a switchblade, the first thing that would probably pop into their head would be Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. A fun fact about this song, it's its lyrics come from an English poem written by Jane Taylor. Wait, that wasn't really a fun fact. Carolina, I asked you to gather some fun facts about some of these nursery rhymes. What's what's fun about that? Well, there's it's hard to find a fun fact that... But the lyrics come from an old poem some lady named Jane wrote? That's a fact. Who cares? I don't know. It's not a fun fact. Okay. I'll try to find something We need to have a sidebar cool. conversation about... What constitutes fun facts? Okay. Because you, know, you could have just said, I couldn't find any fun facts. This is just a basic fact. Sure. Because it set my expectation. You were excited. I was so excited for the fun fact. And right. It's just a basic fact. All right, John. First of all, I, I apologize for all that back and forth, John. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high Like a diamond in the sky When the blazing sun is gone When he nothing shines upon Then you show your little light Twinkle, twinkle all the night Then the traveler in the dark Thanks you for your tiny spark. How could he see where to go if you did not twinkle so? In the dark blue sky you keep, often through my curtains peep, for you never shut your eye. Till the sun is in the sky As your bright and tiny spark Lights the traveler in the dark Though I know not what you are Twinkle, twinkle, little star Twinkle, twinkle! That's gorgeous. John Bryan, everyone. That was epic. Yeah, it might be hard to fall asleep to that for like little kids. Uh, but... No, that's going to lull them to sleep into a deep REM state. Okay. Off the first note. Okay. We're going to now sing Baba Black Sheep. I mean, musically, it's very similar to another nursery rhyme, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. In fact, if you think about it, both Baba Black Sheep and Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, or TTLS, as I like to refer to it, are also very similar to the alphabet song, uh, which I like to refer to as TAS, the alphabet song. It's it's almost like a lot of these nursery rhymes just use the same tune over and over again. Do you find that, John, a little bit? You know, they're written by three-year-olds. What do you expect? Mm -hmm. Or it's extremely lazy adults who have no creativity whatsoever. Look, there's a lot of people who just want to make money from writing, and uh, they populate many buildings about this time. I mean, you can't write the same melody over and over again, can you? I mean, I've, I've watched you work. You work your tail off, right? I try. You bring your lunch pail? I mean, perhaps you've heard some of my work. I wrote, uh... Oh, that's gorgeous. The way you dropped it down there? Yeah, and then, uh... Yeah? 
say what? Mm -hmm. That was really one of my finest. That was a little macabre. Twinkle, twinkle. Scooby-Doo flashback. Yes. Edgar Allan Poe-esque. That's what it sounds like when Edgar Allan Poe wakes up from a nap. That's his snooze on his alarm clock. Yeah. I'm so excited about this next nursery rhyme. It's the one I sang to my son, Walter, all the time, and he, he loved it. So many fond memories of singing this nursery rhyme with my, my little guy when he was a tyke. It's a simple little tune that's been a huge part of our lives. Always has, always will be. There's not a child anywhere in the world that hasn't sung this song. I think you should start this one. Okay. Let me start it with a little, little something. Like a road that you travel along When there's one day here and the next day's gone Sometimes you bend, sometimes you stand Sometimes you turn your back to the wind There's a world outside every darkened door Where the blues won't haunt you anymore Where the brave are free and the lovers soar Come ride with me to the distant shore We won't hesitate Break down that garden gate There's not much left today Life's a highway, I wanna ride it all night long. Ah! If you're going my way, I wanna drive it all night long. Forget the words, I'm just gonna do it this way. Classic nursery rhyme. Okay. Isn't that Life is a Highway by Tom Cochran? Thank you for listening, everyone. This was Nursery Rhymes with John Bryan. Thank you, John, for joining us. What a pleasure. Happy to be here. We'll be right back with the Ron Burgundy Podcast after these messages. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast, I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Cowie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me. <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on Story Button, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Ron Burgundy Podcast. We're all babies who've just gotten older. Wow. That was really deep. I'm going to fuck some people up with that one. Yeah, that's good. When I was a doula, I once helped a Polish woman, Iga, give birth to three Polish babies. It's called triplets. It happens once in a while. I pressed a damp washcloth up to the mother's forehead and brought her three little babies up to her face so she could meet them for the first time. They were just covered in this red and blue muck just disgusting, all of it. And they were loud. Anyway, that was my last day on the job. After those triplets, well, three's a crowd. I'm in retirement. But don't worry. Now my podcast listeners are my real babies. And just like my actual child, I'll pay attention to you for another two years. We'll be back next Thursday on the Ron Burgundy Podcast... Thank you, from the bottom of my heart, for listening. That was great. That was great. The Ron Burgundy Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Funny or Die. I'm Ron Burgundy, the host, writer, and executive producer. Carolina Barlow is my co-host, writer, and producer. Our producers are Jack O'Brien, Nick Stumpf, Miles Gray, and Whitney Hodak. Our executive producer is Mike Farah. Our consulting producer is Andrew Steele. Our coordinating producer is Colin McDougall. Our associate producers are Anna Hosnier and Sophie Lichterman. Our writer is Jake Fogelness. Our production coordinator is Hannah Jacobson. This episode was engineered, mixed, and edited by Nick Stumpf. Until next time, this is Ron Burgundy.
Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 